amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Time now for the Gridiron Stud Show. Well, you can be all American. I'm actually, now. You're actually, I can do it now. You can do it now? Yeah, I can do it. But I'm trying to focus on my position. With your host, Chad Wilson. It ain't no man. Chad. You got to be something in the mix. Bringing you high school, college, and NFL talk. I don't rap a discipline. Minasa. You all need more discipline. True discipline. Come on, get a grip. Call us on the show today. Go get out of my face with that crazy that's, stuff. That's, the number to call, 347-633-9365. Y'all got to take y'all know that. Or you can reach us on Twitter, at Gridiron Stud. And now, your host, Chad Chad Wilson, Abel Calamino, uh, a nice little 15-minute segment of the Gridiron Stud Show. Uh, one topic here today, Abel, and that's the uh, new college football playoff rankings. This is the second week of the college football playoff rankings, and of course, that always gets people riled up. And so we're here to talk about it. To get them all fired up. They're all fired up about where their team is ranked and how these guys messed it up and yada, yada, yada. Yep, exactly, exactly. So uh, we're here to talk about it. Let's jump into it really quick. And uh, what we have here is, uh, let's just go through it real quick. College football playoff rankings, we can kind of run it up against what the AP Top 25 says. It's uh, college football playoff rankings, Alabama 1, Clemson 2, Miami 3, Oklahoma 4, Wisconsin 5, Auburn 6, Georgia 7, Notre Dame 8, Ohio State 9, Penn State 10. We run that up against what the AP Top 25 came out with. They have Alabama at 1, Miami 2, Oklahoma 3, Clemson 4, Wisconsin 5, Auburn 6, Georgia 7, Ohio State 8, Notre Dame 9, Oklahoma State 10. I'll let you go first. Uh, I didn't have anything, you know, the the top of the poll, 
I can't get into a debate about um, as far as the first four, only because we're going to see Clemson, Miami anyway. So I'm not going to argue whether I think Miami should be higher. I mean, frankly, I think Clemson's getting some some uh, benefit of the doubt being defending national champs there. I mean, the way I look at it is they're in the same conference. And you can say, well, Miami won that host of close games in a row, but guess what? They won them all. Clemson went up there and lost at Syracuse. So if I was going to argue, I'd probably have Miami in the two-hole, but I don't care. They're going to play each other. Um, You know my feeling. For some reason, uh, there's this love of the Big 12, you know, and um, everything that is the Big 12. And I guess that's just the world we live in today because – you know, Oklahoma will go out there and score 50-some points. And, you know, but when I, I'm not a big Big 12 guy. I mean, I look at the conference, and, you, you, you know, the next teams are TCU and Oklahoma State. Well, my question has been consistently on Oklahoma State. Let me, let me look at the schedule outside the Big 12. I sent it to you yesterday. I mean, you got Tulsa, South Alabama, and Pitt. And the reason I'm covering Oklahoma State is – to to believe Oklahoma is that good, you have to believe Oklahoma State and and TCU are that good, and I just don't see where where I'm that impressed with Oklahoma State and TCU. I know you like them preseason. I think they're a nice team, uh, but again, out of conference, Jackson State. I'll give them a pass with Arkansas because Arkansas is in the SEC and it's a down year for them. And then you know SMU. SMU's been garbage since Eric Dickerson. So I don't know. You know, I'm just not as high in Oklahoma, but then I look at Wisconsin and I say, you know, for for me, I'm probably putting, you know, this is going to piss a lot of people off, but for now, I'm probably putting Auburn in that four hole until they play Alabama and we see what happens. Um, Really tough to uh, put these together, you know, because I was looking at schedules last night and, um, you know, you got, you can make a case, for or against a bunch of these guys, all right? When you really sit down and look at Alabama's schedule, um, you know, sure, at the beginning of the year, beating Florida State looked like a really, really good thing. At this point now, absolutely not. You know, Florida State a bottom feeder, um, if you can imagine such a thing, in the ACC. So I was, I was going through this thing, Emil, trying to look at the road victories for these teams, at least in the top six. Um, right. Set, great ones for these teams. One thing I really realized, I, I mean, I knew this going in, but it really hit home to me sitting in Hard Rock Stadium on Saturday night. You have to be so much better than an, another team when you're going in there to play them on the road at night in college football. you got to be so much better. Um, well, and, and, that, you know, Chad, you point that out, and that's a great point. You were at, you were at the game. I didn't know that. Were you, at, you were there Saturday, huh? I was there Saturday. The atmosphere – at least in the first three quarters, was out of this world. It felt like old-school Orange Bowl. And that's a very tough thing for a road team to do. Wow, they dragged all you old guys out. I saw Ed Reed there, man. (laughs) Man, we call it old, man. What you talking about? (laughs) Hey, Um, well, listen, here's what I was telling. We have a bunch. You know this. I tell you this all the time. This is a Penn State-Notre Dame area up here. I think, I guess in the Northeast, Notre Dame, they have a big following everywhere. But it's big in the New York City, into Pennsylvania. Area And, you know, Notre Dame fans were noticeably discouraged after the game, you know, and their team was garbage. And I said, listen, guys, guys, 
your team's not garbage. I said exactly, basically, believe it or not, you and I say a lot of things similarly. We think alike. I said the same thing you just said. I said you went on the road. You played a very good team. It was a coming out party. The fan base has been waiting a long time for this team to come back. And once things go bad on the road, especially in that kind of atmosphere, they snowball. I mean, let's be honest. Miami's not 33 points better than Notre Dame, but they were that night. Yeah. Um, listen, I don't know where, I don't, I don't know where to, to fall on that. It's just tough because when you go through and you start looking at everybody, you wonder, man, who, who's real? You know, you have, we still have no idea. We're, what, 10 weeks into this season? 11 weeks, we're deep into this thing, and you still aren't really sure who's real, which is why I made that post on Facebook that said, you know, after, after Saturday night, looking at things Saturday night, man, Miami has as ch- uh, good a chance as anyone um, of, of winning the national championship. Sure I mean, they I- do, and you had a lot yeah. of crazies on your page, and I had to straighten a few of them out. Look, I'm, not, I'm not here to say Miami's going to, to win it all, but, but anybody saying – that this particular year Miami can't play with Alabama, then they're just not watching the games. I mean, there's nothing to suggest, you know, based on what I've seen. And this is, you know, we're really nitpicking. This is how good Alabama has become. They're 10-0, and 0, so there's no doubt about it. They're an excellent football team. But this is nowhere near the past teams he's had. They struggled at Texas A&M, to your point, road victories. They struggled 27-19. They struggled at Mississippi State, 31-24. Nothing wrong with those kind of wins, but we're just not used to seeing that from Alabama. And, and if you're trying, if someone's out there trying to say just because they, they wear Alabama on their uniform that Miami can't play with them this year, then they're just not watching the games. Um, true. I mean, listen, I said this going in on the show on Friday. You remember the one where we were having trouble and I couldn't really get you on? But going into the game, listen, I didn't, I didn't win any of my college football um, certified picks on Friday, but I nailed this Miami game. In watching right. both play, the key games that I watched, uh, Miami's front seven I knew was going to be a very difficult thing for Notre Dame to deal with, and that, that's what it turned out to be. They couldn't operate the way that they did against Georgia, and Georgia became, um, came right back down to life. On, on Saturday, so um, people well, weren't right. Sure. It was a matchup issue. Yes, it was a ma- You know, and the other thing too, where Notre Dame took off in the polls, okay, where people really started to believe, was when they waxed my team on a Saturday night in South Bend, forty nine fourteen. Okay, and if you remember before that game, you and I did the show on a Friday, and I wasn't feeling real good that day. I mean, I told you. I, I kind of felt it was a matchup issue. You know, I, obviously I thought USC could win, but I wasn't like – I knew what was going to happen. Notre Dame was going to run the ball. USC had two or three starters out on their defensive line. They were playing some true freshmen, highly recruited true freshmen, but true freshmen. And Notre Dame has a couple offensive linemen there that they say are NFL caliber. I'm not so sure as I watch what Miami did. I mean, they may be – serviceable NFL players, but they sure had a hard time with speed that day, last Saturday night. But all I'm trying to say is that's when Notre Dame's season took off. And, again, it was a matchup issue. They had a beat-up USC team playing to a USC weakness to their strength. And I think Miami was, was a big matchup problem for Notre Dame because you guys have a more veteran front and you have speed and, and things that Notre Dame had trouble handling. And when they had to throw the ball, they couldn't. 
They just couldn't throw the ball. Notre Dame needs to be able to run the ball to be effective. True. Um, and I didn't, uh, you know, folks were talking about Notre Dame can't pass the football. I felt like they weren't given their passing game enough credit. Uh, but in the end, um, while I still feel that way, what ended up happening was they really couldn't do anything running the ball, so they became a little bit more one-dimensional. And if you're asking them to be that, then yes. The, right, that's the, what I mean. Notre Dame can throw the football, but they need to be able to do play action and different things to throw that football. That kid is not going to just go back, get in a shotgun, and throw the football 50 times and keep them in a football game. That's just not what Notre Dame is. Sure, yeah, they're not that kind of football team. And, you know, who is really, for that matter? Not too many Not too many teams. You'd have to dive into the Big 12 and go get Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Right. No, no. Most teams are going to need to run the ball. You know, you, let me ask you this. I've been kind of perusing this this poll, and you know what bothers me, I guess, generally speaking, as an overview. And again, it's a pet peeve of mine. I believe it's a pet peeve of yours, maybe not as big as mine. Why do we consistently get this ranking happening, where where it's almost like these guys can't get away from thinking this is the NFL and they rank records? Like I hear this talk on the show. Well. You know, you, they, Wisconsin's won every game. My God, you have to put them. Why do I have to put them anywhere? Because they won every game. Their schedule's crap. Go look at it. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And uh, you know, like I said, I don't know. I don't really know much of uh, who's real. To be honest with you, we're still going to need to figure it out. I think these conference championship games, and we only have about a minute and a half left here. But I think we are going to have to have these conference championship games, and they're going to tell us a little bit more about what we need to know um, with these teams. Clemson is going to face Miami. I know Miami fans are not happy about being ranked behind Clemson as an undefeated team. I I would question that, but it doesn't matter because Clemson is going to face Miami, so that will get solved. Alabama's got to take on Auburn in the Iron Bowl. This looks like a game that Alabama could lose. So I think um, and maybe this is what college football wants to need. Well, this is a case this year, Chad, for the eight-team playoff. Five conference champions win their way in, three at large, and we're not having this conversation because you should be winning your way in to this tournament, and then you can have your three at large. This is a classic example of why you need eight teams because for this year there is no clear-cut four. You know, Emil, I might go against you on that, and that's probably something we could pick up uh, on Friday's show. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm not sure an eight-team playoff is what we need, and you know, I will explain that more on Friday. A good topic okay. that we. Did. So, nevertheless, that's our 15-minute show. That's the college football playoff rankings. That's Amo and I's thoughts on it. We're going to see you guys on Friday at 10 a.m. for our Football Friday show, where we talk high school, college, and NFL football. For those of you listening, thanks for listening to the Gridiron Stud Show. We'll see you guys on Friday. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.